I told Colin, I called you last night because I said I want to do Dan, mm-hmm. making my first, the first podcast we do, because we've been doing a lot of stuff together, and Dan really helped to promote me mm-hmm. when he saw something about me when I was in the ACCJ. Yeah, when you were the president of the ACCJ. Well, yeah. we can start off with that story, mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about getting into Dan deeply. But mm-hmm. real briefly, all of us know each other because we're all ex-Air Force. Yeah. Air Force. Right. We've all been stationed here in Japan. Yep. You two were in Okinawa together, so you knew each other first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. My, but, but it was after the military that we yeah, met. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My introduction to you was mm-hmm. when you came to the American Chamber when I was president. This mm-hmm. is 2003. Mm-hmm. And he came with two white guys. Mm-hmm. So three of them. And they asked me ahead of time, mm-hmm. Access TV? Yeah, Access TV. Access TV. ACTV. ACTV. Mm-hmm. To interview me, and I mm-hmm. wasn't turned down any interviews. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be interviewed by everybody. Right. In fact, I saw an interview that you did with a newspaper, and that's why I got the idea. Because okay. right. I was like, a brother in charge of the ACCJ? I'm definitely, <laughs> I definitely want to meet this, this one. You know? so, so I... So I I, I'm sitting in there, and I had a cold that day, but that's uh-huh. the only thing they asked for, and I wouldn't try to reschedule stuff. Mm-hmm. And my, I had a little bit of laryngitis, but they come over there, and Dan's standing in the back, mm-hmm. and Paul, Paul was putting on my and Richard. my my mic. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and Richard. Richard was on the camera. Mm-hmm. So because of the society we grew up in, I assumed this was Paul, and he must be the script guy. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. dancing in the back, not saying a word. Right. So, as he's putting up the mic and stuff, so I'm asking about the company, and I said, well, um, so, when did you start this company? He said, I did. I said, well, whose company is it? He said, it's his. <laughs> I said, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> 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 and I can hear him. I heard him say that. I heard him say that. I got upset. Yeah, yeah, I heard him say that. Yeah, yeah, I heard him say that. touching me and all this stuff for still with my brother. So, then Dan and I hooked up and became good friends from that point forward. Right. Mm. And um, Dan's been doing it. I mean, the man mm-hmm. that's, that's met almost any talent mm-hmm. of any substance that's come to Japan, mm-hmm. Dan has made sure mm-hmm. they come through him. Right. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as he's, he's interviewed them, he's been there mm-hmm. on top. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do you have? You tell Brad us. Brad Pitt, Tom, <laughs> Brad Cruise, Pitt, Tom Cruise, Rihanna, Beyonce, uh, Holly Berry. You filmed me with Howie Bell. I should know. Yeah. You asked me to come there and yeah, take pictures. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she said he was doing yeah. that in Okinawa with the yeah. with the paper before you got yeah, into a newspaper, the, the, yeah. the movie, which side is how I met Cullen. Yeah, yeah, I, I met yeah. Cullen. Yeah. Well, he had to tell you. Well, the story. He, I yeah. got a call and uh, <laughs> a young. Well, he man, was run, he was uh, running yeah. he was running. First of all, he was running advertising in the newspaper I worked on for his business, which was one of the first dating business ever created. He's yeah, it's called yeah, You yeah. and Me International Dating yeah. and, and Marriage. And mm-hmm. I got a call from a young man named Dan Smith, and mm-hmm. he said, uh, uh, my name is Dan Smith. Um, would you like to, what did you say? Would you I'd like, like to do an interview. I'd like to do, like an, to do interview an interview with you. Yeah. No, 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 you didn't say that. You said, um, I like to do a I'm an editor. Yeah, I'm an editor. I'm an editor, here and I would like Japan to come update. down to your office and to, talk to you. To and about I said, doing a feature. Yeah. And I said, no, no, it wasn't like that. I said, mm-hmm. I don't need an editor, and I hung up, you know. Yeah, I didn't get to talk that first part. You did. That's right. You yeah. Yeah. And then Dan called me back and he said, do you know what an editor is? And I said, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't need one. But I know I don't need one. And then he said, no, I want to put a story of your business in our paper. And I said, well, if that's the case, come on down. And it was sort of like the same thing with you because uh, I was doing this and he had an ad in there and people had talked about him. 
And I was like, man, there was like maybe one or two brothers who actually had their own business. Because, you know, you know, we are, and we're all, you know, we're in the military. We know that most of the people gravitate, they stay around the military, right, you know, military. and things like that. So it's really rare when people develop a business outside of the military that's successful. And then when you see a black person doing it, it's just, so and with me, and me being a journalist at the time, yeah. it was just like the natural thing. It, it was like instinct, you know. Like, well, you didn't know of me that time. You just... Well, Seen the ad. No, I, I saw I saw the ad, mm -hmm. but they told me yeah, mm -hmm. one of the guys. Oh. I think it was Roy Forster oh, told okay. me like, oh, he's yeah, he's a black guy. You guys, <laughs> you you guys probably know each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So so Dan, when you you you, how would you like to talk about yourself when you go through? What are the things that are important to you that you like talking about? I, I, I think when you know people ask me like, uh, why did you get in the media business and stuff like that? Well, it was by accident, you know, but. My family, my my mother was uh, was a, a freelance journalist. You know, that's she was one of like eight things. You know, but that was the thing that she did. And my uncle was a photographer for a newspaper, so I was always infatuated with that. You know, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. uh, in, in St. Louis they had a, a black newspaper, you know, which a lot of cities didn't have, but they had a black newspaper. And I remember they did a story on me because I was coaching a, a high school football team. Now, I was really shy in, in high school. I don't think you guys were shy, but I was, like, really, really shy. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't talk to anybody. But they did this story on me, and people just came up and started talking to me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I thought, wow, only from this was that, you know, and it was such a big radical change. Because, I mean, nobody knew me in high school, and then everybody knew me in high school just because of the newspaper. So, so I, it was that. But then, like everybody else, uh, yeah, I went into the military. Basically, I, I was a... Uh, studying to be an engineering, uh, architectural engineering drafting, but at the school that I went to was a special school. You had to qualify to go to the school. And my problem was that uh, being the only black guy in, in the classes, I would go there and I'd do my drawings and stuff, and then I'd come back from lunch and stuff and they'd be all torn up or scribbled up and stuff like that, you know. That's kind of like my first serious exposure to racism, you know. What grade was this? This was... Um, I think the ninth grade, mm -hmm. the ninth grade, yeah, it was my freshman year in high school. It, it really j jarred me, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, I, I, I didn't really want to go to that school because it was like way away from my neighborhood. They had to bus me out to the school. I mean, it was like a 35-minute thing, and everybody else went back to like the regular, right, right, regular right. schools, you know. Right. So I felt I was punished, actually. I didn't realize that, you know, now being older, I realized, oh, that was an honor to be selected for this type of school, you know. But back then, all I thought is like, oh, I'm going away from all my friends and stuff like that. And it was right. like, I think it was like four of us out of our neighborhood who got to go to that school, you know. And so, um, so yeah, so so that, that kind of, you, know, you, know, you know, led to me joining the military. And I was in the military. Uh, for a couple of years, I was first stationed at Travis Air Force Base. I believe you were stationed at Travis, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, no, I got no, you, you, you were I stationed at Travis. Yeah, Travis. I, I was stationed there. I, man, I was in like fifth heaven because, like I said, I was a shy guy. I became like an unshy guy. But I, 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 I found that if I told people like I was something other than the military, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, basically what I did. So, so just as I started writing poetry. At the time, so I was mm -hmm. going to the college. Mm -hmm. I was writing poetry. I was sort of like a little small hit on the circuit as a as a poetry guy, you know, and stuff like that. But the thing is, I wasn't into drugs. 
Mm -hmm. you know, back then, and the whole set was this. And so I was like the odd guy out because everybody was like, well, man, you must be stoned because you write some crazy stuff. I like, nah, I, I kind of write this like naturally, you know. <laughs> so uh, I eventually got stationed over to, uh, sent to from there to Thailand. And so I was in Thailand, and actually I got sent into Vietnam first. Mm -hmm. You know, I was there on temporary duty. Uh, and I remember I, I had this guy, it was a, another brother. We actually hate each other. We actually got into a fight, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, when they started drawing down in Vietnam, uh, they, they, they told a bunch of us to say, look, uh, you know, we're going to send some of you guys to Thailand, but we're going to keep some of you guys to Vietnam. Well, I was one of the guys they were going to keep in Vietnam. He was one of the guys they were going to send to Thailand. But he had married a Vietnamese woman. And, and and it was the first time I, I, I actually thought, I caught myself when I made one of those like men decisions. Like I, I can tell I was no longer a boy because we hated each other. And when he came to me, and I mean, he just came to me and just said, hey man, I, you know, we don't like each other. But he said, my family's here. I, I, I'd mm -hmm. like to stay with my family. And and I'd like to trade assignments with you, you know. And I thought, man, that takes a lot of things because we were literally fighting like, you know, to, and I hated him. I mean, I hated this guy. Right. You know? <laughs> you know, he hated me. But when I saw what he would do for his family, you know, he'd come to his enemy, you know, and basically say, hey, you know, everything, my life is in your hands, mm -hmm. you know. So so when I did that, you know, I went to Thailand. And that, that actually started me to thinking, you know, like, man, because I was kind of like a party guy. I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I loved the military. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just, you know, it's a free meal, a cot, and stuff like that. And and whatever, I, I didn't think about like part-time jobs or stuff like that. I didn't even think about the income part of it. I was just that I had been, you know, grew up, it's my first time on my own, and so I did that. But, um, so what happened, I met this other brother, when I got named, I mean, Jermaine, and, and I used to see Jermaine while everybody else was partying. I'd see Jermaine and he'd be out, he had grocery bags and stuff like that. And, and so one day I, I put him aside, I said, man, what are you doing? And he says, he says, oh, you, you don't want to know. I said, no, no, let me know. And he says, well, he says, you know, he says, uh, I go down there a weekend and I, I buy food and I, I give it to orphanages. He said, there's a lot of uh, like half black kids, you know, in this orphanage and nobody takes care of them, you know. And, and I was just, I was just so impressed with that. And the, the guy says, hey, he said, but, you know, I, I'm not trying to recruit you to go like that. So, so I, I started doing that. And, and, and then. And he and he one day and I he he said hey I, somebody told me you like a poet you know I said yes mm -hmm. I just a poet stuff like that so he was saying well man you know I, I I'm not a good writer but if I can write I write about some of this injustice and blah 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 and so we came up with an idea to create this underground newspaper called For My People and I I can show I still have the the cover mm -hmm. and I was literally putting out an underground black newspaper for about five or six months. And then one day, uh, OSI, which most people don't, don't know, it's like, but everybody knows NCIS because it's yeah. me, but it's OSI. Yeah. They come in and they call me and they says, hey, we're, we're bringing you in and you're going to report to the base commander's office. And I'm like this and, and, and uh, you know, and I'd been pretty much cut my nose under, you know, like, you know, I, I wasn't a troublemaker and stuff like that, but I was stunned when these guys pulled me in, mm -hmm. and they pulled me into the commander's office, no less. Because I, you know, I was only an airman, maybe by this time, airman first class, but I knew that's not good when they call you into the <laughs> commander's office. So, so the first thing, the commander, I remember him being a very, I think his name was Goodall, 
Commander Harry Goodall. It's very, he was actually different than what I thought the guy would be because he's very person. He was kind of like an athlete, you know, and he liked being an athlete. I don't think he liked being a colonel in the military. I think he would have preferred being an athlete, but he was stuck. You know, he drafted like everybody else, you know. And so he goes to me, so first he says, hey, uh, Aaron Smith, you know, now the, the OSI guys have been jerks. They've been assholes, you know. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, you know, pushing me around. You know, I think one guy even kind of punched me, you know, just to say, hey, make sure you, you salute the colonel and all this kind of stuff, right? And so he comes up. The first thing he did, he comes out and shakes my hand like that. So I said, hey, so I hear you're the uh, 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 editor of the illegal newspaper. And I go, what? He says, yeah, the illegal, uh, is it my people or for my people? You know, he mixed up the name and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so the first thing I did says, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And the guy looks at me, the OSI guys look at me, and the colonel, and the colonel, he's a, he's a little taken back. He's like, he's, he said, yeah, yeah, well, he said, I know you're the editor. He says, I, I want to talk to you as the, the capacity of the editor of the paper. I says, sir, I, I don't know what you, you guys are talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, I, I don't know. He says, so you never seen the four of my people or whatever? I said, no clue. You know? And so the OSI guy, he walks up to me and they go out and they open this thing and there's like three or four pictures, you know, there's me distributing. <laughs> as, as we all get, and I, I look up and I go, whoa, man, I'm thinking, I'm thinking now that this is it. I'm in trouble, you know, because right. I had a I had a I had a girlfriend at the time, which turned out to be my wife, and I'm thinking like, oh, my whole world's come to an end. And the guy goes, son, 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 look, look. He said, I, you know, this ain't what you think it is. You know, he says, yeah, you're in trouble for that. He said, because that's illegal. You shouldn't be doing that. You can't distribute it. You can't just distribute stuff on a military base. He says, I need an editor for a for my base newspaper. And I was a little bit like Cullen dead. I'm like, what? 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 An editor for what? You know? He said, right. I, didn't, I didn't call myself an editor of the right. newspaper. I didn't even know what that was. You know? right. I said, editor for a base newspaper. He said, yeah. He said, he said the, and the base newspaper was called The Watchman. And, and mm -hmm. he goes, and he pulls it out. And I remember thinking like, oh, man, that piece of junk. You know? And he goes, and, and he says, he said, do you read this? I said, nah, no, no. He said, yeah. He said, that's the problem. He said, he said, I found more people reading your your mm -hmm. thing than I found reading our base newspaper. He right. says, so I want you to take a base newspaper. He said, oh, yeah. And he says, also, uh, you got to do like a radio show on the uh, AFM thing because mm -hmm. we, they, we, they, we run the newspaper and mm -hmm. the TV thing. Right, together. And, and, I, and he said, it did, it did, it did, it did, he said, or you can go to jail. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that's how you got involved in this accident. That's how I got into it. I didn't. I had no idea the military had this kind of profession. Like journalism, yeah, journalism stuff like that. But I saw I got in, and uh, and the guy told me he he pulled me in. He said, "Hey, he said I'm going to introduce you to uh, so Staff Sergeant Ackerman or whatever his name. He said he's the guy running this. He says, look, we got schools. They'll send you to mm -hmm. school. You know, stuff like that. You can go to college doing this. He says, so you wait, wait, what was your career field before that? I was a munitions. You're a so I was in munitions. munitions. I was, yeah, munitions. I was out. We, we were out. At, uh, we were out seven miles away from the base. So if they blow us up, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, kill yeah. people on the base. <laughs> right. So that's that. that wait, but for how many years did you do munitions? Did, well, I, I did. I did because I started out. I lasted three days as a cop. I got fired as a cop, security okay. police cop, and then uh, and then I was an uh, admin. Okay. I was an admin guy, but then 
you know, they had shortages of the munitions, so, okay, so they sent me out to the munitions thing. So that has nothing to do with that now. And it has nothing to do with well, that. But, but again, but, but, you but, control of how much munitions you had. Well, well no, no, no. I, that sounded more romantic than what it was. No, <laughs> we were basically just going guard, bombs. Guard, yeah. bombs. We were going bombs because, so we're, because the, the U.S. was scaling back everything. Yeah. I was in supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 they were scaling back, and and I hate to say this, but the military wasn't near as organized back then as it is now. Yeah, course, you know, yeah. because it just literally they just had people in charge. And and I remember we was back in this one area, and these guys were just playing with these grenades and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, ain't that dangerous? You know, and, 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 yeah. But but it honestly, this one guy was stoned out of his mind. You know. And so I'm thinking like, oh man, whatever, I got to get out of this. So, so that was also in the back of my mind when the guy said, hey, you can move to, to, to the thing. So anyway, so I did mm -hmm. that. And, um, and so what I did after that is I, I got married. Uh, I, I decided to make more of a career because uh, I, was, I was a little bit the same way. I wanted to get out. But every time it seemed like it was time for me to get out, I was at a place that I really liked. And I was overseas, which I had already figured out early on that I like being overseas as opposed to being in the U.S. You, I mean, you consciously I, I consciously felt that because I thought, you know, in the U.S., nobody ever gave me responsibility like this. Nobody ever did this and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. and, 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 like, and like like Muhammad Ali said, who was a, I was a big follower back then so because this is the Vietnam era. Right. You know, he said, hey, the Vietnamese have never called Call me nigger they, yeah, and stuff like you're, that. You're so, enemy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I was that. So, but also I was... Uh, uh, one of those guys who I did my research and I found out that you can have part-time jobs in the military. So every base I went to, I went to the local newspaper and I got a job or the local radio station and I got a job. So all the time I was uh, in the military building up my career, I was doing more building up my civilian career because I had worked on, I, I got stationed back home mm -hmm. and uh, that was one of the best experiences I had because I became, I wrote for our local uh, newspaper, which, you know, again, when I was in high school, nobody knew me, but then all of a sudden, people would come up to me like, wow, remember Dan Smith? He, look, at, look at his story and stuff. And I remember my mom one time, when my mom, uh, I, I, I had this big story about war, about something about uh, the military, how they prepare for it, and they, they did the whole double page, this Globe Democrat, they did the whole mm -hmm. double page, and my mom just sat there and she must have read the story like a hundred times. You know, so she was so, so proud. Good. She was just, she was calling people. It was on the phone and people was out there. And she was like, hey, come and see what my son did. You know, so. You're the first, son, you're the first child she had. I mean, yeah, I'm a twin. I'm a you're twin. twin yeah, so yeah. So my sister is three minutes older. So yeah. how many siblings? Uh, we had eight. Eight? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, everyone's still good. No, no, my, my youngest brother died. Okay, died. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So since the time that you have been in Japan, mm -hmm. what are your top three turning points in your life that landed Dan Smith into the, the Dan Smith that he is right now? Well, I think I think one thing, you know, I had to give Lance a little bit of credit because, you know, Lance showed me a, a different world, mm -hmm. you know, because up until then, you know, like I said, the only successful black men I've seen were you mm -hmm. and a guy, Reggie Dumas, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, uh, who owns a restaurant called Salsas in Okinawa. You know, but then when I saw Lance, mm -hmm. and I thought, wow. And we we actually started this series called Success in Japan. Yeah. And, and that fueled me. Mm -hmm. 
I, that that's human because I, I I thought now there was a now, now, no we had a two tier thing so I thought well I can't do success in Japan but I'm gonna do my life in Japan remember I created that right at the yeah. because last success in Japan he was talking right. to CEOs and stuff right. like my life in Japan I was talking to the party girl here on what you know I mean more than that but 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 it gave yeah. me it gave me the Different confidence people, yeah. yeah to to do that right. because I thought and I was introduced to circles. That I, I mean, so it elevated me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was I was working out of a dormitory, mm-hmm. which both I think you guys I knew me when yeah, I, when I lived right, in a yeah, dormitory. Yeah, yeah. I, I met you when you were living with me. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right. So so, so yeah, so, yeah, 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 I was yeah he knew it. It was a yeah. basically a, a dormitory full of English yeah. teachers, you know. Yeah, I and, remember and, that. And the reason why I was there is because they all worked, and we only had one computer, so I used that computer like it was my business computer. For most of the day, you know, until they come home. But well, to be fair, the the thing when you came to me and we mm-hmm. started talking, mm-hmm. and you told me what you did, and I never got involved with the media, but I yeah. knew that was important. Yeah. When I was mm-hmm. president of American Chamber, so mm-hmm. I used our division there mm-hmm. to make sure. They said of the of the chamber presidents, I was the most known. Yeah. Because I made sure I was the first yeah. black president they ever yeah. had. Yeah. So I had to make sure. But when you came in, mm-hmm. I figured that would be a springboard to get in further. And then yeah. you said, "Look, let's do something." Yeah. I said, "Let's do success." I mean. The area that I'm interested in, Success Japan, and mm-hmm. we came along, mm-hmm. and I start watching how easy everybody, Dan was just feeding me with a bunch of stuff. Man, mm-hmm. people love to be on, just just put a camera in front of them. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. right. I told everyone I told, mm-hmm. nobody was turning mm-hmm. me down. Yeah. I went to him, I said, let's yeah. do this. We did the president of United yeah. Airlines. Jane Yamano. We did the president of Corny. Yeah. We did Jane Yamano. Yeah, we did the lawyer. We did the lawyer. We did the first person Springfield. Yeah, yeah. He's still kicking. Yeah, yeah. So we just kept on going, and we go in there, and Dan, and the thing that I liked about it, which I needed to have, I think mm-hmm. all three of us are mm-hmm. alphas. Mm-hmm. He said, "This is yours. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you want it." Yep. I edited it the way I wanted it. Yep. Did it the, if I said Dante, he said, "Okay." Yep. Remember the guy was going to bring it. We were going <laughs> <laughs> we to do something in in trade. Yeah. And there was a guy that came to me, and I said, "Let's do this." And it was a, a guy that we sat up and we did one at the American. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. I didn't feel good about it either. And mm-hmm. then when I said, "Damn, we're not going to do it," he said. Phew. Yeah. I'm so happy because I sure didn't want to do that, but I didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell you, man. I would have done it if you wanted to. Right, right. Nah, it wasn't going to work. You were saying because we're in Japan and we're there ahead of everyone, it would help the trades in New York. If mm-hmm. You kind of remember that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. No. But, 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 no, but, but that was the thing. So, so Lance was the, the, the first one because, you know, he he brought the bar up. Right. And I saw the bar get up. And then. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, as you know, Lance, now, Lance right. gives you that thing like, hey, dude, if you're going to be around me, you know, you got to bring your bar. Right, you know, right, you know? right. He, he didn't say it, right. but, you know, he, he <laughs> did, it comes across to him like, hey, if I want to hang with Lance, right. bring my game yeah, up. Right. So, so I really worked on that. And then the second thing was uh, I got an opportunity, uh, again, out of a, it came out of a situation where I knew a guy named Broderick Morris, mm-hmm. you know, and we've been off and on going friends, but we was actually at the point uh, this thing happened, we were not really that close. We right. had, we had uh, a relationship with Ben Estrella. He's another black man. He was doing very well. Mm-hmm. He was doing music and mm-hmm. things like that, but we just had a falling Mo. out. Mo, Mo yeah. yeah. We, we had a falling out, and what happened was he brought Michael Jackson to Japan. Right. And this was a year before, and I saw it. It was on MTV. It was a disaster. The media was a disaster. Everything was that. And everybody, all I could hear people talking about, like, oh, yeah, look at him, but that's what they deserve, Michael Jackson, this guy, blah, blah, blah. But I was thinking, like, 
you know, that was a hell of a thing to go to Michael Jackson, the, the Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, who was suffering from, right. you know, the trial and stuff like that, right. bring him all the way to Japan. And I remember two things, although the media people were like talking about how this was all screwed up MTV, blah, blah, blah. I saw them fans, mm-hmm. you know, and I saw this woman cry for like 10 minutes. It looked like 10 minutes to right. see Michael Jackson. So I called him up and I told him, I said, hey, man, I, you probably don't want to hear this. I said, I know because everything's going. I said, but I'm actually proud of you. For uh, mm-hmm. for doing this, I said that just the audacious, you know, thing to do this. And he goes, he says, "Man, I was just about to call you." And at first, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, not what." Yeah, he said. So this is the story in reverse of the remember the guy in Vietnam coming yeah, to you, yeah, asking yeah. you exactly. to switch yeah. assignments. Yeah, yeah. Now you're doing the same thing with most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so and, and I did. Yeah. But and so he told me. He I said, "Look," he said. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, you know, that it didn't go well. And he says, uh, and uh, I've convinced Michael to come back for a second try. He says, but he told me he will not do it unless I can get a professional that, to, to handle the media. And he says, he said, bro, he said, you and I, we fought a lot. But he said, one thing I've always, I've always acknowledged it. You're one of the best media people I know. Mm-hmm. He said, you, because I say that he's another guy I did a story on with the Japan Update. Right. And he said, um, I want to bring you in. And, and I was like, Hey man, look, I don't want to work for you. I don't want. To. He said, no, no. He said, you tell me your terms. You tell me how I get you to say yes. And I, I said, I said, well, I said, uh, okay, I want to film. I want to do it my way, and I don't want to report directly to you. Mm-hmm. Or you know, in fact, I don't even want to get paid. I, 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 I'll do it, but I want to keep some of my footage so that I can show. And he said, okay. He says, okay. So he says, great. And then two days later, he called me. He said, okay. So Michael wants to meet you. And I'm like, yeah, right, Michael Jackson. He said, yeah, he, we, he's going to be flying in. He said, we're going to meet at the airport. He said, bring your, your team down, mm-hmm. blah, 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 stuff like that. And sure enough, I, I come to the airport, and there's Michael Jackson. And at this time now, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm a little bit in over my head. <laughs> you, know, you know, because he's in the car, and I walk in, and he, they have, he was parked in a, a van at the airport, the Reed Airport. I get in. There's his mom. There was uh, three kids, mm-hmm. and there was a girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm hearing all the rumors about Michael Jackson, but this—it was a girlfriend. He had his mm-hmm. girlfriend was there, mm-hmm. you know. And, and the first thing he goes, he looks at me, and he says, "Hi, I'm Michael Jackson." I go, mm-hmm. "Yeah," <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, 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 like that. And he says, "I hear some good things out there." He said, "Mo, tell me some good things." He says, "Hey, uh, why don't you tell me about yourself?" You know. And I was just like, "This is so surreal." And I tell, "Yeah, I was in the military, this and stuff like that, and blah blah blah." And I said, like, I'm a huge fan and stuff like that. He says, now tell me what you want me to do. I said, you mean like, he says, yeah. He says, what what should Mm -hmm. I do? I said, you mean like now? He said, yeah. He said, from from now, you know? And I said, oh, well, I I guess you're going to have to go into here. And he said, so so you want me to go in or you want to film or how do you want to do this? And Mm -hmm. I I was like, he had already, yeah, yeah. yeah, He had already started. And he said, yeah, he said, and, and then he looked at me, he kind of laughed. He said, no, no, no. He said, I'm working for you now. You know, mm-hmm. just like that. And so he said, so you tell me what you want me to do. He right. said, and I'll do it. Right. And I, I tell you, I, it was the best time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I heard all kind of rumors about what kind of guy he was and, you know, the people around him, which I wasn't so impressed with the people around him. You know, Mo was good, but, you know, there was a lot of people around him that, I, I, man, you know, I can see the call marks, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any problem with him. He was a great man. You met him. 
You know? I'll just interject my little story. Dan calls me up. I'm driving around. And we hadn't seen each other for years. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started in Japan, and that was on hold. And Dan calls me and says, Lambs. He said, would you like to meet Michael? I said, don't play with me, Dan. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to do that. He <laughs> said, no, no, no. He said, I want, I, I want you to meet him. You know, I right. Dan, he would like to meet you. you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Dan turns things, you know. I told him, I, after, I, I told, I told him about that. Like, no. But he said, I told him about you. <laughs> right. That you're the first and this and that. I said, yeah, okay, right, right. Because yeah. I'm thinking in the back of my head, mm. the first time I saw him, when Mo Bra I didn't know Mo yeah. Brum, and he did Tokyo Dome. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sitting up in the crow's nest right. yeah, with yeah. binoculars. Yeah. And I told my wife, who's my girlfriend now, yeah. the next time I meet him, it's going to be in person. I'm never going to come here and watch him pop up out of the floor from yeah, and have yeah, yeah, binoculars. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he's calling to make that right. dream come true. And right. I said, wait, no, you've got to be kidding me. Mm. He said, no. I said, don't play down. Mm. He said, no, meet me at the arena, such and such and such. Mm. I pull up there. The guy knew me. Mm. I mean, they, they knew my right. music. I get up there. The only thing is, I'm standing in line because mm -hmm. I think it's charged five hundred thousand for a minute. Yeah, it, 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 it was. It was a uh, no, no, no. It was the the five hundred thousand yeah, to attend that event, no, and, and, and part of the event is they get the picture. They get a the picture. picture yeah. Right, right. yeah, and I hadn't paid any damn just just, mm -hmm. just damn mm -hmm. guests. Mm -hmm. So I come there and I had my assistant with me and mm -hmm. we're sitting up there, and no one's coming to get me. And I figure, okay, see, mm -hmm. now I, I saw him come through there and everything else. Mm -hmm. I stand and the security is really tight because we saw Lance when right, I saw when he right. can't do that. So I'm standing in line, mm -hmm. and I'm every time someone comes, I said, "You have a ticket to see us." Mm -hmm. I put them in front because I didn't want to take advantage mm -hmm. of that. You mm -hmm. know, go up there mm -hmm. and then something happened. Mm -hmm. Right? Because it wasn't mm -hmm. tight, tight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The organization wasn't tight, tight. So right. I didn't want to offend anyone that paid. They were only right. Japanese people. Right. Mm -hmm. Mo comes along. And says, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what is that? Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm waiting to get in line because I'm supposed to be standing. Yeah. He said, Man, come on. Yeah, right. yeah. Pulls me up to the front line. Yeah. I come in there. There's Dan. Oblivious me <laughs> in there. Maybe knows it, but he's back in the camera. Right. And I'm saying, wait, but it didn't. It didn't work the way I thought it was going to work. But right. He's there. Michael stand up there. And I'm going, no, no. <laughs> so he gets up there, and they're going to take a picture, and I'm giving the guy my camera, yeah. and Dan says something to him. He says, mm -hmm. Michael, this is the guy I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. Who's Right. And he actually was showed. And he congratulated it, me. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. the king of pop. Yeah. Congratulating little land, obscure little land that nobody knows about yeah, this day here. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. mm. And he, and I'm going, what? So I put my arm around him, and I'm surprised he was as tall as he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, was the thing got me too. He's almost my height. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was fit. I mean, just lean. Yeah, right? he, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was looking good right. then. Wasn't right. wasn't he looking? Oh, yes. He looked like Michael Jackson, the king of pop. Yeah, yeah. Because right. I had my arm right around his right. waist. Mm -hmm. right. No, just lean, but right. not, you know, no bones. Right. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. right. And they do that, and I get my minute, take the pictures and stuff. The guy that he had, I could see they were yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 the yeah. guy that had the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, okay. And Dan did that. I said, okay. I'm in Dan. Now I owe Dan. Because mm -hmm. I get, and lean, but it was just off the hook. It was, it was. And it was one of the most viral things that happened. Now, here's the and thing. Then, he put it up on, then it went up on TV. Yeah, it went right. viral. It went viral. But right. then, here's the thing. Okay, guess who else I invited to meet Mike? That was Dave Spector. No, no, no. Dave Spector. No, no, no. Dave Spector. Dave Spector. No, no. 
Cullen. <laughs> Cullen would not come to meet Michael okay. Jackson. Yes, I understand. I said, call me when Janet Jackson gets he here. He did. He did. I was going to kill him, but I mean, you know. <laughs> well, see, I, I, he's our ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I should have went. Yeah, he should have. He should have. He should have. He should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but, but that, but, but what that did was that because up until then, I was starting to get stuff on Japanese TV, like, mm-hmm. you know, but it was a little five-minute program. They call them mini bangumis, you know, right. you know, and stuff like that. And, and, and nobody was really, like, take me serious. But the deal that I cut with Morris and Michael Jackson, I told him, I said, okay, I want to be the only guy who filmed you guys. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, I made an agreement with AP. And I said, there'll be us and that. Mm-hmm. And so everybody has to buy footage from me. Now, this caused a lot of problems at the time with my <laughs> other partners, my partners in my company, you know, mm-hmm. which was the time, because they were like, oh, why that? you didn't put money, you know, we're not gonna make money. And I remember I was sitting in my house, and so, and, and, and I'm not gonna embarrass the staff who laughed at me because now we're, we're best friends, but, but, but they left, they just quit, you know? Mm-hmm. Says, I can't go any farther with you, you know, because this ain't working, you know? And, and they, they say, Michael Jackson, they think we should have charged zillions of dollars, you know? So it's like, Two o'clock in the morning, I remember me and, and my assistant, Riho, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there because I told them, don't worry, people are going to start calling us when they realize they can't get this footage to stuff of us, you know? And, and I had her there before mm-hmm. speaking Japanese. So, you know, she kind of looks at me and said, hey, look, I, I, you know, I, I got to leave, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sitting there, and just as she was ready to get up and go, the phone starts going off the hook. We started getting calls from all these TV networks and, you know, ABC News, mm-hmm. CBS News. And and the next day, I remember, because I saw, you know, I, I gave the footage. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I remember, I, because I kind of got up late, because the, the thing was, we had to be there early in the morning, like uh, 6.30 in the morning, because Michael would wake up early. And I didn't realize, but he was signing autographs for his fans, you know. But I remember I come in, and he's up having breakfast. And he runs out to me. He says, did you see it? I said, what? He said, did you see it? I says, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think, what? He says, oh, it's all over the world. All the all the TV stations in the U.S. are running it. People are... You are, mean they're signing? No, no, no. The, the, the part that I filmed at the airport, when, because I told him, I said, mm-hmm. let me film it. Don't mm-hmm. let anybody else right. film it. And we put it out I, through AP, which was okay. Miles, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it went out all over the world, and it was just, you know, it, it was thousands and thousands of fans, and everybody, first thing people said, Michael Jackson is back, mm-hmm. because it was just thousands of fans. And he says, he says, I haven't had coverage like this. He says, I can't remember when I, I had coverage like this. Right. And, and he goes, and he, and he just looks at me, he goes, keep doing it, keep doing it, you know, and stuff like that. And then the next day, it blew up even more, because I told, you know, because he, he would come to me, and, and his bodyguard was kind of uncomfortable because you know, Michael would just come up to me and start talking. Because I'm, I'm next to him with a camera. So we started having these conversations with just me and him. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about everything from this to this. But most of it, he was just curious. And he would say, so what do you think I should do? I said, well, I said, look, I said, I think you should just be normal. And he said, what do you mean? I says, I says, you know, is there a reason why you don't like, you know, shaking your, your, your people's hands or talking to them? Or He said, no, I love that. But he says, you know, my handler said, don't do it. I said, let's just do it. Let's just, I said, for the next few, few, few days, let's just 
go out and you just be, be normal. And he says, talking. Mm -hmm. I said, I want you talking. I said, but nobody ever hears you talking, mm -hmm. you know? And so, and he literally would just follow everything that I would tell him to do, which I'm thinking again, like you, this is the king of pop, that's right, that's right. you know? And, and I, can, and I, saw, I saw a little bit of a resentment, not from Morris. Morris was like, hey, man, rock it, rock it, rock it, you know? Mm -hmm. Because Morris was, the, was, was a, a confident of him, right, you know? Right. He, 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 but I, I'm saying, and I'm looking at, here's these two black guys in Japan who's basically mm -hmm. impacting on the, the, the biggest the star, star the, the biggest star mm -hmm. in the world. And I remember by the third day, we had set up trips to Disney and some stuff like that. So then they started talking to him about, you know, what can he do to really repair his image? So I think it was Morris who came up with the idea, says, well, why don't we go to a military base? And all this handles like, oh, no, no, because at the same time, a company came in and I know this for a fact, so, you know, because I heard all the things about he has no money and stuff like mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. But I was there when this company came in, this Japanese company, they're going to pay him $2 million mm -hmm. to do some kind of commercial and stuff like that. He had the option of doing that or going to the military base to meet the troops. Yeah, for no fear. He chose to meet the military. And so that, that took, and I remember, I remember I was talking to Tim a little bit, and he says, because, you know, you know I, I was so guarded to what I could mm -hmm. talk to him about because when, when they briefed me, they said, don't talk to him about this, 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 this. What? Yeah, I mean, they literally had a list this long. But as we were shooting, and like we would set up, because I would set up stuff. I would mm -hmm. say, hey, we're going to do this stuff. And so he would sit down, and he says, okay, what do you want me to do? And, and then we, we, we waiting while people set up, and he would go like, he he go, dude, he says, he, uh, I tell him, I said, man, nice tension. He says, he says yeah, he said, Michael Jordan, give me, he said, I'll get you a prayer. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, right, you know, and stuff like that. He said, no, 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 no. He said, give it to me, and stuff like that. And they would say, hey, you know what? We should go to your house. And it, and, and I was saying, no, no, you can't go to my house, man. And he says, why not? He, he said, he, you know. And so so then he goes, you know what? He says, why don't you guys? That's my phone. That's why, my phone. Why don't you guys move to the hotel? Mm -hmm. I was standing there because he said, this we wait for you to come in. And then I think, okay, here come the weird stuff now, you know. Mm -hmm. And he, but but he said, no, no, no. He says. It's on me. So you guys come on in and stay there. He said that way we can talk about all this stuff and mm -hmm. things like that. We don't have to wait that. Yeah, so I remember you inviting me to the Four Seasons, the Four right? Seasons yeah. Hotel. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I invited him again, you know. And and so and so we moved there. So you know we would sit there and talk that quick because he this guy he didn't sleep. Now that's one thing that was true about him. And I'm the same way. He would be up at two or three in the morning, and my room was just right here, so I can see him. He'd be out mm -hmm. there walking the hall and stuff like that. And he would say, hey about tomorrow, you know, mm -hmm. let's do this and stuff like that. So we would have these conversations about playing spades or, you know, he liked to drink gambling, he liked Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, mm -hmm. we have all these kind of weird things. And so I saw a part of him that was so contrast to what I would The media's put out. And then I saw the dedication to his family. They would, they had thousands of people down there that would bring stuff for him to autograph. Mm -hmm. His people would pick it up. He would spend most of the night, and he and he would not stop until he signed the last one, bring it back downstairs, and make sure everybody got it. I mean, and I saw that, and I thought, this is why he's the king of pop, because this is the stuff people don't see. So yeah. so when he told me, he says, you know, uh, and this was, the, I think, the next to the last day after we got back from the military base, he, he came up to me, he said, hey, I want to thank you. He said, I want to thank you for what you've done for me. He said, because I've never got that. He said... We, 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 he was watching Fox, and mm -hmm. what's the guy, Bill, on Fox, he was very famous. But he was kind of like a Michael Jackson hater. Mm -hmm. But he said, with, 
he, on his Fox report, Bill O'Reilly, he said, hey, Michael Jackson went and visited the truth today, and they were showing the footage, mm -hmm. and he said, you know, I ain't been the biggest Michael Jackson fan, but he says, I salute him today. I salute Michael Jackson for doing this, because that's, he said, that's a stand-up guy to go mm -hmm. and do that. And, 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 and everybody just went ballistic, man, because they said, Fox News was even coming. coming. Right. And I remember I, I watched the ABC News thing, and they basically said, because because they had this thing that you talk about, about the dinner, right, the, the 5,000, and, mm -hmm. and and his people went, well, what do we do, what do we do? I said, tell everybody. I said, what? And they started copying I, I said, tell everybody that, mm -hmm. that he's charging for this, for fans. Right. I said, it's Michael Jackson. I said, if I had 5,000, I'd pay for him, you know? Mm -hmm. and, 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 and he kind of overruled because his PR person said, no, we're just gonna say it, but he said, so you think I should just say it? I said, yeah. I said, you know how many stars probably looking at this and thinking out they'll do the same thing they did. and it did and, and, the, and the media took it that way I remember ABC News which is still mm -hmm. you can still find it on net they came out and said hey he's charging this but you know I don't see one fan complaining you know and things like that so so the, so the end result of all that just the, 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 so you know he was leaving right before he left he said hey uh, I'm going to have a comeback and he said you know he says you should come work for me you know and he said, I would love to have you work for me. And I told him, I said, hey, man, this this is good enough for me. I said, That's what you hear that, yeah, yeah, I can just, that, you know. hit it. That was and, nice. And the next time I heard from him, he was dead. You That's know? right. Because yeah. so. I was thinking, I said, the next time he came, because you, you told me more about yeah. him yeah. than it hurt. And the one thing that I felt, you know, you, you, feel, you feel people when you get with them. You can sense it. When I put my arm around him, I said, I felt guilty about anything that I'd said negative about this yeah. guy because I could yeah. feel a real man beside yeah. me. Yeah. And it made me feel person. good. The only, a, real, a real person who's is really good, doesn't have to be, but it's really good. But you, like you said, which I couldn't tell, he has people around him yeah. who he's trusted, well, who aren't, don't have his best interests. One day we were in Big yeah. Camera, right? Mm -hmm. And he was shopping and he was doing stuff. And his daughter, what's her name, Paris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paris. His daughter, she was like nine years old. But she, I remember I was just in there because I had... We only had one rule, is that when he was doing some personal stuff, mm -hmm. you know, really personal stuff, I wouldn't, I'd turn off my camera. You know, and that was basically my decision. He never came to me once and said, I, said don't do I would do it. He was teaching her how the moon walk. walk. And of course, as mm -hmm. dudes got, I'm thinking, oh, I gotta get that. But it was such a personal thing because she was watching, they had a big TV screen, mm -hmm. and they were watching Michael Jackson live in Budapest, and, and, and the daughter was like, how you did it? So he's showing her, and I had the camera on and I turned it off. Mm -hmm. I thought, this is their moment, let me do it. And so, after I did that, he was looking at computers and stuff, and his daughter came up to me, and she was sitting down and she says, you know, he likes you. And I heard the voice, and I was looking at it, it was this small girl. <laughs> she said, he really likes you, you know. She says, my dad, there's a lot of people he doesn't like, but he likes you. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. That was all thing she said to me, you know. Mm -hmm. She said, he's probably going to buy you something, you know. <laughs> you know? And, and that was it, you know. And it was, it was but. Uh, That's good. So that was a good turning point for you. And I met the mom. I, met, I, met, I talked to her. Yeah. yeah, Catherine. Yeah. yeah. But you never completed the story about the shoes. So I got the shoes. He sent I, you the shoes. shoes. I, I have them to this day, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. From Michael Jordan. Yeah, from, from, Michael from, from, from Michael Jackson. No, but these are Michael Jordan shoes. Well, they were, they were, yeah, they were Jordan. Jordan's Jordan, yeah. 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 And, uh, and I remember every time I used to try to wear them, I said, you can't put the shoes on, you know? So now, yeah, so now I got them stored away and locked mm. away. So. That's neat. So that was a good turning. So that, yeah, Michael so Jackson, that, that gave you confidence that, that you never yeah, that, had. That put you on a whole different level. Confidence, but 
it exposed me to all the TV stations. They saw me completely different from yes, them. So then what happened was that um, Warner Brothers, and, 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 and this is a, a weird story because Warner Brothers, I actually had fell out of favor with them. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of brothers again, it was an in, interaction, uh, interaction with Lance that actually got me back into favor mm-hmm. with Warner Brothers. And so Warner Brothers came to me, you know, after they saw the Michael Jackson thing and stuff like that, and said, hey, um, have you ever tried to do bigger promotional events? You know, and of course, you know, it's like that Ghostbuster thing. Like, yes, oh, you're a guy, yes, you know. Yeah, hey. And the first thing I told them is yes. And then they came to me and they said, yeah, because uh, we'd like you to organize this event for Will Smith out on one of the military bases. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, this was another one of those things, like I'm like, you're right, you're right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 right. You know, and you kicked you, it, man. You know, when they said it was happening, I was like, yeah, right. right. And it didn't hit me until the day that, you know, I guess Will Smith came into town, and I get this call, and he said, hey, uh, can you come to the Grant Hyatt Hotel? You know, something like that. So I'm kind of fired up now because I said, I said yeah. we'll probably meet Will, mm-hmm. you know, later right, and right, stuff right. like that and things like that. And so they sent me, they sent me up to the roof, you know, and I go up there, and it's a I can see that it's like the like a kind of a, a really luxurious cafe or something up there. You know, it's like the it, it, was, it was something, but it looked like it was a private area, right? A big okay. suite, private area. And I go in there, and it's Will Smith, mm-hmm. you know. And Will Smith says, "Hey, come on in, man," you know, uh-huh. and stuff like that. And it's just me and Will Smith. And I, and I go up there, and I sit up there, and he goes, he goes, "How you doing?" You know, I'm like. Uh, he says, yeah. He said, hey, hey, hey. It's just you and me. You know, he, he, said, he, he, said, don't, don't, he said, don't go hyper on me, you know. And I was like, he said, I, he said, but I wanted to, you know, just uh, write you a breakfast and we can talk about what's going to go down, mm-hmm. you know. And Lance, I think that's when it hit me that I'm going to actually be successful in this mm-hmm. thing. It, it hit me because I said, hey, this is you, you know, Will, Will Smith. It's like the bookend to Michael Jackson, <laughs> right. you know, because at the time he, again, he's the biggest star in the world, mm-hmm. and this guy, and he's buying me breakfast, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there, and we're just chilling out, and we're just talking. Isn't it and, funny how you start to see it? You're making me think about a lot of stuff because when yeah. I first saw you, like you said, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Unconsciously, mm-hmm. when I talk with Dan, you'd already had certain minds about what you thought about success, and I saw yeah. it, yeah. and I said, yeah. I'm not going to say anything because we're going to do this little show, yeah. and I'm not going to yeah. say a thing yeah. to you about yeah. that, but. And I, of course, every now and then, and I said, man, we got to get that head right, because it's just how you decide to perceive yourself. But when you're in an environment like that that makes it difficult for you to start thinking that way, and it's just a thought. Once you shift that, it changes everything. That's what I said. I I would go back to say that had I not met you, Mm -hmm. that... I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not one of those guys that well, then this might have never happened. You You like to think that you would have made stuff happen, you know. But I am sure that I wouldn't have had the confidence to deal with like the Will Smith situation and stuff. I mean, because, because you know, I, I, I always, you know, when I saw Lance, mm-hmm. I loved the way Lance walked around. Mm-hmm. I loved the way he, he walked into a room. Right. You know, right. he walked into a room. Like, you know, it was room. Lance. Yeah, right. yeah, he walked yeah, into it. And, yeah. and I, I loved the way that he resonated with people. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see it wasn't fake. You know, right. he wasn't he wasn't doing it because I'm trying to be popular stuff. He didn't give a damn whether right. you, you like them or not. Right. But he accorded them a, a kind of respect that that and, and then he got that back. And I thought, mm-hmm. see, I want that. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. And what he gave me was that hey, this goes with success. Mm-hmm. It goes back to success in Japan. He says, hey, he said 
you know, you have to get to a plateau mm -hmm. where you're financially secure and, and that you feel like when you walk in this room with these guys, you've blown there. I right, remember how you right, said that. Right. He said, I walk in, I feel like I've blown there. Mm -hmm. See, when I walked in with Will Smith, it took me a couple of minutes, but you know, after we talked, I felt I belonged there. Right. Yeah, I didn't mm -hmm. feel like I'm a stranger, right. you know, yeah. right. you know, and, and stuff like that. And it just, from there, it shaped it because right after that, uh, Fox came to me uh, because they, you know, again, now mm -hmm. I, I have a name. So right. it's not like, you know, who am I and stuff like that. And I remember Fox came to me and getting back to the thing. So they, so the guy wore plot. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and June Lee, they came to me. We used to play basketball over at Hardy Barrett. How did you meet Ward? By playing basketball. He used to he used to live over by Hardy Barracks. Mm -hmm. This was back before 9-11. And you can go in there and you can play basketball. So I would play that. Yeah. By the helicopter, helicopter pad. I thought you met him on the um, train, I mean on the, a bus coming from the airport. From Is that Ward or June? Which one was that? I thought that was Ward. No, 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 no. What, what, what I met, I met at the thing because they introduced because mm -hmm. Shigel mm -hmm. introduced mm -hmm. me to Ward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, June I met on the train. No, on the on the bus coming on the bus. from the Rita Airport. Nah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Now right. Ward I met when uh, uh, Shigel, the guy who worked at Fox, yeah, had called him and says, because he came in and says, hey, I, I need a producer, mm -hmm. you know, something mm -hmm. like that. So, so I met him. And, but it wasn't when I met him, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this is the guy I play basketball with, you know, sometime right. and right. then, you know. Right. And so he goes and we had this conversation and he said, hey, uh, I'd like to um, to hire you, you know. Now, again, this is the first time now in Japan that somebody came to me and said, I want to hire you mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And he says, well, I want you to do this project. And so he comes in, he's already got an offer on the table. He's already got an offer on the table, and I, I forget it was a hundred something thousand dollars okay, or yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I let the two guys with me convince me not to take the deal. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You because, told me that. because because they're thinking now that this guy, first of all, he gave up the money, that kind of money. It was big money, much bigger money I had ever in my life before. And and but and he just did it like almost in the conversation like right. this, like oh hey, right. here, here's of the course, offer, yeah. you know, two hundred forty thousand, right. two hundred forty thousand mm -hmm. dollars to produce this series of shows. And these guys could be like, hey, we should wait because he'll go. <laughs> you know? Now, this was my, I call this my last official dumb decision. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, I understand them saying that too, because they had two white guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what they start thinking about where they saw themselves. Mm -hmm. But Dan, if he thought about the situation, you gotta think about what the man that's offering this sees. Yeah. And they couldn't see that. They're just thinking about it from their perspective. Yeah. But Dan says things like the guy, like you told me what he yeah. said to you. He said, yeah. wait, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew. He, he said. Because yeah, he, he has to Because we was like, well, we got money too. You know, and he goes, yeah. He says, <laughs> okay. Uh, he did his I don't more. think you guys have money. You know, I think, you you know. But, and he was very cordial. Right. And stuff right. Like he, had, he did his research. And, and again, I regretted that. But, but these guys, they came back. Mm -hmm. And so they came back and they said, hey, look, uh, we want to hire you. Mm -hmm. We want to hire you. You know, forget the, the, the crew and all these people mm -hmm. talking about want to hire you. And so then I thought, and this is again, like I said, from, from, from Lance, where I, I kind of got the confidence from you know, Lance mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I said, well, if you got to hire me, you got to hire my crew. And I, I couldn't even believe the words as they were coming out of my, my mouth, mouth that said right. that. But, but I meant it. 
I meant it, you know, because I thought, loyalty. It means I, it comes I, I, together. I'm only as good as all these guys. That's these right. These guys have been with me now for six years, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, and the first thing he says, no. And so I think, well, I blew it again, you know. But then they came back a month later and says, we'll take you and one person, you know. This what this went on for. That's interesting. No, I think Dan has a lot more confidence than he gives himself credit for because okay. I remember when Dan was in Okinawa and he was doing the newspaper business mm-hmm. and he said, "You know what? I'm going to get into the TV and film mm-hmm. entertainment business and I'm going to go to Tokyo." Yeah, and he uh, came to Tokyo mm-hmm. broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that took so much confidence wow. in yourself to yeah. make it's, that. It's naivety yeah. too, it's naivety too. I'm move forward yeah. with yeah. my mm-hmm. life and I'm gonna take it up to well, the moon. Well, well I, I, think, I think about it because, you know, I, 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 we're talking about the stories, like when you sprang well, he was the one who inspired me in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so after we did the, I did, I did the story with him, we became friends, right. you know? Right. And so we would hang out because we'd be the only two people we could talk to about, <laughs> because we were the only two who would, and, 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 and Jesse who were not attached to the military who was making a pretty good income over there, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember one day, and this was my, my newspaper, I was coming to his house, uh, not to his house, to one of his businesses, and he was picking up checks. This is when they still mailed you checks, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he made like two, three visits. Now to this day, I don't know if he did it on purpose, just a, you know, whatever, but it was just a natural thing. And I saw him that, and I thought, what kind of money is this brother making? Because <laughs> he just sit there, and, and that would change me. That that actually kicked me out of the newspaper business, yeah. you know. Because I saw that, and I thought, okay, I can stay here. And I was at the time, I kind of risen to the king of the dog, the media wise. I was like the top guy, you know. I was the guy everybody referred to. Everybody wanted my, me to interview them and stuff like that. But it was open hour, and I started thinking about Tokyo. And uh, I, I, I thought, well, you know, I, I, I got to go. And then there, there was other thing that forced me out of Okinawa. I, I wrote the story that ended mm-hmm. up getting this general fired and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I was kind of not personal yeah. non gratis with the military, right. which again, that was ninety five percent of the community in Okinawa. But but yeah, so so I think if you look at confidence in that way, yeah, I, I did have confidence. But yeah. always, me something spurred me on. You know, when I when I met you, when I did that, it, and listened to you talk, when I when I met him, I saw him. Just a little thing, him picking up, you know, three different checks at three different times of the day. You know, little things like that. Uh, I I remember. I you know, one of my producers, uh, Richard and Mike, they will tell everybody. It says, you know, Dan sees something, he never forgets it. It never leaves him. I, I think it's just my way when I was a journalist that when people talk to you, how do I had to remember. Because back then, you know, you had to write down what they were saying. But that's my way. I would look at something and I would quickly kind of internalize it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, so it's always those little things that I see. And those are the things that I think click on. It's that light that clicks on that when I'm in this situation that, like I said before, I would have dealt with a different way. Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't phase me now. It's interesting. I know what Colin's saying. I think what he's saying, I don't think, what I, the way I interpret what you just said to Dan about him having the confidence is that, if that seed's not already in you, mm-hmm. like I thought, you can't see it. Exactly. It's like telling someone a joke. Mm-hmm. If you tell them a joke and they don't already have some precursor, something in them that they can familiar, familiarize themselves with, it, they won't, they won't understand It'll the joke. Right It'll go right over their head. Mm-hmm. But because you have this in you, but some, somehow, sometimes you can have a damper. Yeah. Like when I asked you, I said, 
How do you feel about money? The first thing I said to you, Samuel, you said, oh, man, I don't care. I don't think it didn't mean nothing. And I said, okay, this brother and I, I hope he's a good photographer. because I really hope he's a good photographer because he's, he's starting off the wrong way right away. Because I asked and him I, that. And, and I, I said, and, and the first thing, I said, I'm not going to say a thing yeah. about it. But yeah. I said, I said, let's not call it money. Let's but say was energy. was I different the next time you met me, right? Was I not <laughs> he, different? Didn't, he didn't talk I about learned, that anyway. I learned quick. I learned quick. I said, no, no. Nah, nah. You can't say yeah. he don't care a yeah. thing about it. Yeah. 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 Then what you around me for? we need the missile right now. We need the missile right now. That's not, you I didn't, I'm not the only person you had that effect on. Boom, right? No, no, no. What's the first thing we thought, right? It's like. I gotta bring it when I'm going in the. Because the thing is, I'm just saying when you. Because the thing is, when you people start talking about that, it says so much about them, and not them as a person. I'm saying that seed's not in them. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is, and I'm not gonna try to. I used to be the type. I get mad at you because I'm saying stop trying to teach people if they have the, if they have that in them, they have it in them. If they don't, you're wasting a lot of time, and it can pull you. You talking about crabs in a barrel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that is. You keep on trying to tell them, and every time you reach in there, they pull you further and say, No, no, let me help this, and they pull you further. Yeah. Then you can't get out, and you forget yeah. what you were even reaching in for. Yeah. That's why you have to keep yourself clean and energize yourself, exactly. and focus on those seeds you have in you. Yeah. You have it in you. I'm so it took me about 15 years to finally get that in my head that you, you can keep trying to tell people, tell them, tell if the them, seeds not help, them, help them, help them, help them, but it's just not in them, and you know. Yeah. And it can, and listen, and it doesn't have anything to do with. They could yeah. be biologically connected to you. Yeah. That has nothing to do oh, with yeah. it. Just because you come through the this same. Guy, this guy was a walking ATM bank for so many people. Hey, you know, I, this is what's a, the, 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 the weird thing about Colin, which I actually admire, but then at the same time, like, dude, you mm-hmm. got to lose you know? it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he would help so many people. And I mean, you know, help like give money and stuff like You know, he helped me one time, and it was a, another big break for me when I went to Las Vegas. You, know, you told me, yeah. So, so when I, I started, as I was getting up, you know, and see the thing with me is I was never afraid. You know, I started investing in, uh, you know, in, in investing in Camager when mm-hmm. I visited him mm-hmm. and he had a studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, okay, I got to make that commitment. I got I to commit that, you know, stuff like that. You know, he used to tell me all the time. He said, hey, man, you know, if you're trying to, to go into a certain direction, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. You got to spend the money and do it. You know, well, that's great if you have money, you know, but at the time, I was, you know, I'd make money, I'd buy something. So, you know, I, I had stuff like, and I remember I saw him help people, and so one day I thought, you know what, I was, I, I, I didn't ask him directly, but we were talking about it, and he says, why don't you just go? And I said, well, you know, look, buddy. And I remember the look on his face, you know, he just, he gave me that look like, Dude, you're going to go away. Yeah, yeah, you better pay me back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. make me come looking for you or something yeah. like that. Nah, he was nah. just joking. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but again, those are the things that I think that there's something it's to meeting the right people. Isn't there, there something? something? And having that, the seed yeah, in there that needs to be yeah, you know, watered that time. And having, yeah. and having yeah. a, a resource like that that you can go into because it's, it's, you get different things for it. You know, like I said, you know, sometimes it's just inspiration. You know, sometimes it's advice. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes, but it's all of these things mm, that amazing. sort of comes out. It's not and limited. then, like I said, I think it comes back around because, like you said, when you got to meet Michael Jackson that's right. or when we did the yeah. show or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or stuff. That's that right. That's done, right. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's just 
it's just a natural evolution of that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so when I look at you know, you know, like a, a time like today, just to sit here and talk. We didn't talk about this, isn't that something? So, it's so many things. We could probably do this for five hours. <laughs> we probably <laughs> can, yeah. yeah it's so, it's so yeah. much. But, but the thing it's, is, I, yeah. I do believe this because this is hitting on stuff that I really get inspired about. When we talk about success and talk about things that seem to be metaphysical in a way right, yeah right because why are we together why are we able to do this why yeah. do we say let's do this and we're starting to do it now but there's so many people out there that we don't have the time to reach and yeah. touch yeah. just by them seeing this right. yeah. yeah we'll give them the inspiration to know yeah. we're in tokyo japan yeah. Yeah, really. this is tokyo one of the, yeah. the on the other side of the yeah. planet from where we come from yeah, yeah. Provided it's really a circle and not flat. You know, I don't. But yeah. still, when you think like that, it makes it really interesting. How we get to this point? Yeah. And How if do you I was in to- if I was in Detroit and had never came to Tokyo, I would be thinking, "What? There's black people in Tokyo?" Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Right there, yeah. 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 Well, the media's starting to change that now, like you yeah. said, because when you looked online and mm-hmm. saw all the things that had to do with black people in Japan, mm-hmm. had over a thousand oh, hits. Thousands and thousands. Video about black people in Japan is doing great as far as traffic, visitors, subscribers, views. And that wasn't my reason for wanting to do this. My reason for wanting to do this is that it can be inspirational for someone. Mm. You know, I want it to be big, and then it didn't hurt when when I started watching some of the other podcasts, like the biggest one, Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. When I saw his Mm -hmm. stuff, and I started watching how they went through it, and I started overthinking it. I said, now nah, let's get natural. Wherever we take this camera, yeah. this this iPod, right. and have a little couple of mics and sit down, let's start doing some interviews. And that's why I asked Cullen, let's sit down and do this. Yeah. I think it's easier to play off of each other because you're yeah. asking questions I may not ask. Yeah. 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 Let's well, get it's, it's cool too because what people don't realize is sometimes we go shopping to the military bases. We do. And, and he will tell you, I don't know if you, you, you heard this. We love those trips. I love yeah. I love them too, too. I love those trips because we get there, we sit there, we get the talk, we talk about everything from A to Z. <laughs> That's uh, good. We could print most of this stuff. We can't, we can't, we, we can't, we can't. We can't. We but it's fun. And it's refreshing. It's re-energizing. It's energizes. You think you can do what you're doing out there, but then you can still get together and feel good about yourself. You need that because it's hard to get out there. Yeah, you know. and we, we have our little yeah. patterns. You know, we go out, we have a great breakfast, which we should do. Brother Cullen always pays for. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, right. we yeah. haven't had those trips in so long. Well, because of the coronavirus, co- co- yeah, corona, we're, corona uh, we're gonna need a therapist pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we don't, <laughs> yeah, to get over it, right? <laughs> well, I think this therapy. is kind of like this is therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. therapeutic. Just sit back here yeah. and, and to go well, through this. I, you know, I, I I love the fact that you guys are doing this. You know, I I I I love the idea. Mm. And when Lance called me last night, I was like, oh, man, and I said, this is, this is, this is going to be good. Because, like I said, I think that when I look at uh, the people who's having a very a big impact mm-hmm. on people. Now, Lance probably doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't realize this, but he has such a positive influence on so many people, especially Japanese. You know, mm-hmm. we're all members mm-hmm. of the Tokyo American mm-hmm. Club. And... I've never had one person that's associated with that club mm-hmm. who I hear so much positive stuff about mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like, oh, you know, like he talked to me, he did this and stuff like that. And I think, I said, now that's leadership. Mm-hmm. See, you know, leadership is a failed thing now. People, mm-hmm. people don't talk about leadership and about your ability to lead. I, I think we're all leaders in capacity. You know, mm-hmm. when I look at 
Hey, dude, I, I love what Lance did with you when you were talking about your business. He said, "Hey, man, be proud of your business." Oh, yeah. You know, you know, and I and I think about I all the people that, that you have employed, all mm -hmm. the people that you have employed. You know, who have lives, mm -hmm. who have lives. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, because of these guys sitting in this room. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. that's something that 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 we don't get enough credit for. You know, that's true. We, we, we don't get enough credit. We don't what credit I have to say that the one yeah. thing that, like, when you when you got me involved with the media and we started doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get to a certain stage where you had me do a makeup, and I said, I, that was, that's the hard thing for me. When I started being too concerned about how I look, yeah, yeah, yeah. and saying, okay, let me do this, and let me, yeah, right. so I can understand, Michael, just take it to the, the furthest extreme, you become yeah. like, so, you know, or, 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 or some of these other actors, that yeah, yeah. you look at them and they're so stiff, you know, they can't smile. The worst, you know, <laughs> only film me from the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, different things like that, and you start thinking, I'm taking too much, and I'm losing the realness. Right. So I said, doing this, and people get used to the way you look, the way you act, the way you are. Just yeah. stop yeah. trying to pretend. Yeah. Be, yeah. be natural yeah. as you can possibly be. You don't have to be vulgar. And there's something I liked about both of you that I really respect. Mm -hmm. I tend to like to use profanity when I'm friendly with people. Mm -hmm. Neither one of you guys do. Yeah, well, you know, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. And I like that. But I like that. I really yeah. like that. Because yeah. you won't, it's not about this right. and that. And right. you articulate yourselves without using it. But I like. It at, but every now and then when we yeah, get into yeah, it, you guys yeah, will say, yeah, 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 yeah. you'll say it, yeah, yeah, and I like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and it's natural, too. It's not like, it's not like you have to force it. It becomes natural. And I like that, but I can tend to do that. I mean, I could be a potty mouth if I need to be, so much so that when I call my mom once, she said, you keep on talking like that, I'm going to hang up. And I didn't realize. I was talking about something. That I, she said, I'm going to hang up, and it hurt. And I well, didn't talk to her about it. We had talked earlier, too, because, you know, maybe calling more than me, but you know, we came up, you know, church was really big in our families, right? You know, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it, it came from a from different day. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I, I remember I had to go to Sunday school and stuff well, like so that. Did I, I, I did. Could, man, you yeah. know, just, you the, just the curse of trying to get away with it was, you know. Right. Oh, well, not no, just that. No, I couldn't, no, even in my family, I couldn't say shut up. Yeah. That was profanity. Right. To yeah, tell yeah. someone to shut up. Right. You couldn't do that. And yeah. we came up at a time, because we're just about a decade older than you, that if we looked at our parents the wrong way, Oh, yeah. Even that, well, same, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't life. look no, at no, you could not yeah. yeah. But you yeah. couldn't look at them a certain way, yeah, yeah. and don't don't yeah. get up and stomp away or so. You what? Oh, oh, you better walk oh, away like a little timid. You better show I your belly. Show your belly. People used to come to me says, "Yeah, well, my parents used to do a timeout." That time out. You got my, to be kidding my, my me. My dad's time out was a belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, right. Yeah, yeah. That's I got right. That time out. My time out was an extension cord. Yeah. yeah. But I was, that's a, you two, I was, I was fortunate. My father raised me and never hit me, never yeah, touched yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I was no, no, a little bit different that one. I was surprised. Yeah. Marks. I didn't have any of that. My mom wasn't talking. My mom didn't believe in hitting. Yeah, my father. My dad was like, hey, he was, you know, My father did. And my mother used to when I was young. And we had a, a very difficult relationship for many years. You told me, yeah. That, you know, yeah. You know, but uh, but then he, you know, he changed, and he and I remember when he came back and apologized. He said, "Son," he said, "Man," he said, and I thought about it. I said, "My father, you know, he didn't, he did, he didn't get out of uh, grade school, you know, and he had to work, and he did, mm -hmm. and and he you know, living, he's and, in and, America, and, he's in America, and, and first of all." Him and my mom divorced. <sighs> He was at every sports event that day. That's was, good. You know, I knew guys who never saw their father. That's right. Never saw. My father was always there, and my father bring he bring he used to bring this volleyball net, set up in the park, and all these kids would come and play because he worked at this park and mm -hmm. bring thing. And and I, I told him like, you know, how do you have time for all these kids? And he <laughs> about goes, us, yeah. And he, and no, no, but I know what you mean. But, but, but I mean, yeah. No, he told me. He said, look, son. He said, you know, 
I, I don't have a lot. He said, but he said, you're going to understand this when you get older. He said, you know, it's not easy being a black man. You know, he said, there are things that, that, that I can't do. He says, I want to do. I, I can look at this guy who works right across from me. I can do a job 10 times better than him. But they won't let me. They will never never get that. Yeah. And so when you look at that and you look at all the stuff that's going on today, and this is getting back to, I think, where this podcast might be helpful in that I think we're going through a a digression in terms of, you know, how America is now. Because I was talking to uh, my grandson earlier, and he was talking about problems he was having and stuff like that. And I was thinking like, man, it almost seems like I'm back 30 or 40 years. Because I remember some of the problems I was having and stuff like that, but I thought we kind of went through this, you know? And then I think that people need to see examples where they can say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, because I don't think any of us, you know, have had a silver spoon coming up, but, we but had a, I think, and I think we we're all at a point because when they look at you, they will say, well, honestly, he's been successful all his life. Well, you can tell him. You know, you, hey, you, no. you told me stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. And, and I've, seen, like I've seen a brother here on yeah. the same thing. You know, we've yeah. all grown yeah. through that stuff, but I think where we persevere is what makes us different. That's right. You know, because, because there's something in us that said, no, this, you know, that might get me, that might get me, that might get me mm. that, but this ain't going to get that's me. Right, that's right, <laughs> that's know, right. This ain't going to get me. You being, you know, trying to hold me down is not going to get that's me. Right, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. Look, look, we're going to take this podcast. I think we've been here for a while now. We're going to try to slow it down now and make sure that we've gotten enough of it on here. And then editing, I don't know how we're going to go about that yet. This is all in, in progress. Yeah. But that was a lot. Yeah. Dan, I mean, I really appreciate it. I can't yeah. tell you how good I feel. This isn't going to be the last time. We're going to have to do this yeah. again yeah. and do it again yeah. and again and again and yeah. again. And then, I'm honored yes. to, be, I'm honored to right. be on it, man. You know, wow. now I, I will tell the people out there, that, hey, I'm gonna surprise you guys because I have see I have interviewed both of these guys. I got a footage, so yes. when we start editing, we're sticking some of that footage. We're sticking some of that success in Japan and my oh, life in Japan. Yeah. And, That'd be interesting. And, and this man lighting a candle, like a <laughs> yeah. candle. Yeah, yeah. So so we, we got to show the whole picture there. But that can be interesting. I, I, yeah. I'm really I'm really proud to sit down with you, brothers. Yeah. I mean, you guys know from my yeah. heart that there's not two men that I I, I don't admire higher. Right. And not only me. My family, yeah. my, my you know, right, so, right. So this Well, it goes right is, back at you, man, is, because I'm a, telling this you. This is a privilege for me. Yeah. This is a privilege. This yeah. is an honor. I have to say, I can't yeah. say enough about Dan and Colin. I, you've, you've been recent in my life, you mm-hmm. know. We're doing the podcast together. Yeah. And your generosity is, is, mm-hmm. is obvious as soon as you get to, if, if he lets you get to know him. Because, yeah. brother, uh, he, yeah. will, he will okay. just, like you said, editor, I don't need one. I don't need one. We all agree of us he is here. most he definitely. He's, most he's, he's, he's a <laughs> I said, man, brother, will you yeah. stop it, Cullen? Yeah. Man, yeah. you got to be able to receive the way you yeah. give. The cat yeah. wants to give it out. I said, man, come on. You know. Let's own up to this on, 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 on actual crowds right. that we're on record. That's right. Do we not, that's when good. we go out to a restaurant, expect him to pay off? No, I don't. I don't. No, no. That's why I try to stop him. I'm trying to stop him. He knows I'm like, I don't do that. Because he always sneaks off. Remember how he used to sneak off like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom, you know? Yeah. Well, Les did yeah. that to yeah, the right. other day. Because yeah. I, I knew if I didn't, I knew if him and Danny. Because yeah. I knew if he didn't, if I didn't, he wouldn't. I said, oh, yeah, I said, come yeah, on, yeah. stop yeah. doing stop that, it. man. Stop it. Yeah. 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 And stop that could be, stop. and that could be another thing psychologically. I'm saying I don't want to be in anybody's debt now, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. No, but it's, it's good. I, I, what? How many years I did that with Dan? Like yeah. 20 years. Yeah. I I I go. I enjoy because it's here. 
I've learned, okay. I've learned from him now. There's certain perks that he <laughs> likes to do, and, and I don't disrupt it. You know, you, know, you say that's I, good. If you want to buy your life, I used to good. go and I used to pull my buddy out, and and he he got so creative in so many ways. You know, I had to go, and people said, you know, he's already paid. I, I'm like, you know, I, I think in one place where we went in, he even put his credit card when he came in. You know, so I could even, you know, I was trying to beat him to it. So. But, but I, 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 always, I always say thank you. And, and, and so we're going to cut I, it here. I know where you do it from. I, I, you do it not that you're trying to show it, off yeah. and stuff. You do it because it's, it's, it's obvious. love. And I it's love obvious. Give and I, giving, I feel. You know, and when you give you and, receive. and you and let it go out, it's going to come all back and, to and, you and you're going to grow and, and everybody and around you grows. And one final and thing, one final thing and I, 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 I want to say too is mm-hmm. that that I've always felt with you too, man, that you know, I had a brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a brother. Yeah, this is more too. than just hey. a friendship. That's good. You know? That's good. You know, because I knew that if I ever, ever hit a wall, mm-hmm. ever did this, that went out of question. You He'd know? be there, yeah. And we're going. And I tell my my, my daughters, no, say if anything mm-hmm. ever happens to me, mm-hmm. they know who who they're going to go to right. to right. find out. Hey, right. you know, get it. Well, they called me that one time yeah. and they thought you did. Yeah. Scared the shit. Anyway, yeah. we're gonna cut right now, and then yeah. I'm gonna turn this.